how to start. Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to the Creative Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. Over the past 200-plus episodes, I've had the good fortune of speaking with dozens of screenwriters, actors, and directors, such as Aaron Sorkin, Mel Brooks, Carrie Fukunaga, Whitney Cummings, Michael Imperioli, and William Monaghan, among others. We've dissected ideas on story, character, filmmaking, habits, and various principles for creative life. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also find several of these interviews on the Creative Screenwriting Magazine website, in addition to some that aren't available in audio, such as with Nick Kroll or Stephen Merchant. In addition to the podcast, also make sure to search for the new video essay series on YouTube, also called Creative Principles, where we take a deep dive into movies and television. Join millions of viewers for subjects like the 16 personalities expressed as characters, Did Home Alone, Rowan John Hughes' Career, The Greatest Movie Never Made, and How Jackie Chan Creates Perfection Through Failure, among many more. That's Creative Principles on YouTube. As a kid, Richard Tan was rewarded for good behavior with the movie on the weekends. He quickly developed a love for Tim Burton films, then short stories, plays, the entire time he knew he wanted to one day become a filmmaker. In this interview, writer-director discusses his first two features, Southside With You, about when the Obamas first met in 1989 Chicago, and his latest film, Chemical Hearts, a high school romance built around pain and mortality. In this interview, he discusses dialogue-driven screenplays, why everyone should write a play or contain thriller, how to remove variables in your story, and what it means to follow your inner compass as a creative. If you enjoyed this interview, look for the print version on Creative Screenwriting's website. I'm, I'm one of those one of those lifelong film geeks. Um, I... Uh, I knew I wanted to direct movies from the time I was six, write movies since the time I was six. Um, uh, I think the connection was made when, yeah, I was, I was one of those, one of those kids who um, had a lot of creative energy, didn't know it at the time. And it, uh, channel, I channeled it through misbehaving in, in, in kindergarten. Um, and, uh, in order to get me to behave, um, my mom worked out this system with my kindergarten teacher where um, if I got enough star star stickers on the end of a week, a uh, star sticker for every well-behaved day, my dad would take me to a movie that weekend. So movies quickly became a, a, a reward uh, system for me. Um, I guess from that point forward, I, I always associated them. You know, this is all unconscious, of course, and looking back at it now, it, connect, it all connects. But, um, but, 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 yeah, that's that's how I started falling in love with movies. And I remember becoming aware of filmmaking, um, not just movies as this mystical 
uh, or, or I should say, you know, magical uh, vision that appears in a dark room, um, some sort of like alchemy. But I became aware of it as a craft and as a job when I saw Edward Scissorhands. Um, I think it was 91, I want to say, but correct me on that if I'm wrong. And uh, um, I, I, my dad had taken me to see Tim Burton's Batman in 1989. Um, and I looked at Edward Scissorhands and I said, why does this look like that movie? And he said, oh, well, it's the same director. And from that point forward, um, I wanted to make movies. So you you were very young. I mean, you were six or seven years old around the time of some of these Tim Burton films. When did you start to kind of put pen to paper or start to create some of your own stories? You know, I I, I last year I went maybe actually two years ago. I went I went back uh, home uh, for a, a family, you know, visit my family back in Jersey, and my mom was moving, so I went through uh, all of the old. Uh, boxes of mementos that that she had kept from my from my childhood, and I found I found com, you know little comic strips and and uh, uh, little uh, little books that that I that I was writing uh, uh, the conti- you know the continuing adventures of of uh, of Ricky and Superman, which was which was a, a you know Ricky was a was a character that my mom had invented. It was basically me, Richie, but she. You know, she changed a couple letters around, and the character was 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 Ricky, and and she would tell me these stories, and I guess I was somehow you know continuing them and writing. So we're talking really young, um, but I think I I think I started to take writing there. I mean, I always knew that you had to write movies, and my friends and I would would, would shoot little short films and little improvisations in the backyard. And sometimes we would write some, some, some lines down, but I really started taking it seriously when, um, uh, I guess I was, I guess I was 12 or 13 years old and I started reading, um, short stories by Ray Bradbury and Richard Matheson, um, and, um, had, had, uh, uh, had I had come upon those through the Twilight Zone, uh, um, and and because because those guys, well, Bradbury only wrote one of those episodes, but Matheson wrote a lot, um, and um, and 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 William F. Nolan, and all 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 of these these uh, um, these amazing fantasy and, and science fiction writers, and um, a friend a friend of mine um, was also big into movies and into writing. And we started, uh, writing short stories, um, separately and, 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 uh, having a bit of a friendly competition, submitting those short stories to, uh, to different literary magazines. None of them were ever published, but it was thrilling to finish a story and, 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 and mail it into, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, in, into a publication, into an editor, and, and actually a few weeks later or a month later, get a response, uh, a, a, you know, a typed out response or a handwritten response in some cases from these editors. Um, so that got me really serious about it. And then that same year, there, 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 the uh, school announced that um, there were some playwriting competitions. Um, 
there was a, a New Jersey State playwriting competition, and I, I start, so I started writing short plays, and um, um, uh, ended up, uh, um, you know, that that snowballed into taking uh, playwriting very seriously, um, in, you know, from middle school into high school, and it became. I, I was always going to go out and make movies, but it really started to feel real for me um, when I when I won a couple of, of big playwriting competitions as a kid, and even one and one of the competitions um, actually uh, I, I won a check, and seeing that you know the, the, feeling that check and, and you know ashing it and, and it wasn't a big amount of money by any stretch of the imagination, but it was just so, um, it was so, you know, incredulous. And, 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 and that's not why I was doing it too. That's why it was so surprising. I was just doing it because I loved it. And then it was sort of like the secondary benefit of, Oh, you can, you can actually make money doing it. Did that change at all the type of work that you do or like, so it sounds like you were very interested into, into more sci-fi films and the, and the last two films you've done have been more like, I guess you'd say the, the serious romance or something like that with Southside with you and chemical hearts. Like, was that a natural transition for you writing plays? Was it thinking about budget or what, what were some of those thoughts into what we're, we might know you for? Yeah. You know, that's, it, it's an interesting question. I, I I've always, I've always been, uh, loved science fiction and fantasy, but um, but not in any limiting kind of way. I love I love all genres of movies. I uh, I, I read in all genres, um, uh, so I'm open to anything. But I actually think that Southside with You and Chemical Hearts is sort of prefigured by the playwriting that I was doing because the the, the, the these these one act plays that I was writing and and uh, you know, the, the couple that won these competitions, you know, it's just mostly characters standing and talking to each other. I mean, that's more or less what a dramatic play is, uh, um, at its core, it's dialogue. And, um, and both of these movies, Southside more than, more so than Chemical Hearts, um, are very talky, you know, they're, 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 they're dialogue driven. Um, but the plays that I was writing, um, were, 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 were much more in line with, um, with, with these movies, uh, uh, more focused on, um, uh, you know, just the, the, the human dynamic, uh, the human interaction and some of the best science fiction and fantasy, uh, stories are, uh, um, you know, I, I'm a big Trekkie. I, I, yeah, I grew up watching Star Trek, the next generation. I'm, I'm rewatching all of those now in quarantine. Um, and, uh, and the episodes that I love most um, uh, have very little to do with uh, with pyrotechnics and and uh, gadgets and uh, villain plots. It's 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 more the human element that I respond to. So I've interviewed um, a few playwrights, a few people that have written like contained thrillers. Contained thrillers, obviously, there's usually an outside force that keeps you put where you are. But what's maybe some advice you have if someone just wants to try writing something about, you know, two people in an apartment or whatever it is, like like limited space and limited scenes just for ease of budget or whatever? Could you kind of diagnose that as a writing exercise? What are some pieces they should look forward to do with that? Well, 
it's a, it's a, it's a great question. Um, and, and it's something I love talking to younger writers about because, and filmmakers, because I have found success in creating limitations for myself. I, I also have some projects that are bigger and bigger scale and, and, um, you know, they, 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 uh, they have, they have a whole other set of challenges, but I find that, um, um, creating limitations for, for yourself, uh, physical limitations. So, uh, in the case of, uh, outside with you, it's, it's going to take place over, uh, the course of one day and you're going to be limited to two characters, mostly two characters walking and talking. Um, it allowed me to hone in on, uh, the voices of the characters and really develop them, develop their personalities, develop their nuances, uh, through dialogue, um, through writing. And that, that can be a lot easier for, uh, a newer writer. Um, or, you know, if you're, I won't, won't say newer writer, but if you're, if you're sitting down to write a script that you hope somebody will finance, um, or you're just, sitting down for the first time trying to write something or the second time and everything feels overwhelming um, to be able to focus basically on who are these two people sitting in this room? What makes them different? Um, what is the tete-a-tete here? What is the conflict? What, what is this all, what is this all about? Um, and, and, and really that to limit yourself to having one way to express that, at least on the page. I mean, once you're directing it, that's a different story. You have to visualize it uh, and hopefully enhance what, what's there in the dialogue. Um, I, 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 think, I think it can take away um, some of the other variables of screenwriting that can sometimes halt you when you're writing. Like, for example, figuring out uh, the, what the ticking clock, you know, of, of a situation, let's say you're in a thriller. Well, what's the ticking clock and how often do I cut back to that ticking clock? And, uh, um, you know, what's my B story, right? How do I, how do I navigate this B story while I'm still struggling with my A story? Well, if you're doing, you know, a, a, a contained, limited, character, you know, two, 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 uh, two hander type of thing, uh, or a lower budget, uh, type of thriller. Um, you, you don't have to think about a lot of that stuff and whatever can get you finishing the script. Um, if that means reducing some of the variables, I say, go for it. Um, but you know, it, it, on, on the other hand, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying don't challenge yourself. I'm not saying don't be expansive in your vision for what you can do. Um, but, uh, but certainly if, if, if you think that that's the kind of story you want to tell or you're looking for ways to, to make the writing process easier for yourself, I think, that, uh, I think that's a good route to take. So for those not familiar, this is about the, the young Obamas when they first met in the late, late 80s. How did that kind of come about? Were you approached with this idea or how did you know, the rights work out and those type of things? It might be a little bit more complicated. You know, it's actually, it, 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 surprisingly, it's very simple how, how it all happened. I had, back when uh, Barack Obama was running for president in 2008, I was very taken with him and Michelle. I was very taken by their relationship. It felt authentic to me in the moments that, you know, we were able to glimpse, which I 
thought at the time and still think is very rare uh, in, in political figures. And I, 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 yeah, I, I read his books and I, I was reading a lot about them. And I just, I just, uh, I was at a point in my life where I was falling in love for the first time. And I liked their love story. I liked their, uh, um, you know, I liked their interaction and their dynamic. Um, but he wasn't even president yet. So I wrote the idea down. He was elected president. And the idea just sort of sat there, you know, with a lot of other ideas that just sit and collect dust. But I would, I would look at it every once in a while. I'd go back to it. And, you know, I just didn't know if I was the right person to tell this story or, or, or what, you know, how you even go about making a, 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 a movie about real people while they're still alive and all, all these things. Um, but eventually I just, you know, I kind of got over that. I, I, uh, a friend of mine had told the idea to Tika Sumter or he'd given her an outline that I had written, which, which, you know, I didn't, I didn't authorize that or, or ask him to, he just did it. And thankfully he did. And she was like, look, this, this is a story that needs to be told. You have a beautiful way of, of telling it. Um, and, uh, and I, I really think you should do it. And I'd love to be a part of it. If you do it, that was enough of a motivator for me to just sit down, get my ass into gear and start writing. And I did. And, 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 uh, you know, Tika and I teamed up as, as producing partners and, and, and she starred in the movie and, and she backed me as a first time filmmaker and we got it, we got it financed. We got it made and, you know, it, it, um, it was a great experience. Now, as far and also just to answer the second part of your question about the rights, um, you don't need rights to public, but to tell the story of public figures, um, you have to be uh, um, aware of. You, you, you have to be, you have to be careful about how you're telling the story, because. Um, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're always liable. Uh, you, you always have the potential of being sued for, uh, slander. If you, if you miss, um, uh, uh, miss, uh, represent, uh, factual details of, of their lives. But so, you know, I was careful to base my fictionalized version of their date off of, um, uh, the uh, uh, the established biographical facts that were out there. Um, I also was able to talk to, I, I, I never spoke to them, but I was able to talk to people in the Chicago community uh, that that worked with Barack Obama when he was 28 years old and, you know, just various people that knew them along the way aren't in touch with them anymore necessarily. Um, but it was, it was all done remotely, uh, uh, they had no involvement. Um, we did not have any authorization to do it. Um, but you know, my research gave me, uh, um, uh, my, my, my research resulted in a, in a very positive rendering of, of the two of them as people. And, um, you know, that's just the way it was. And, and if, and if I had, if, if I had unearthed, you know, some skeletons, uh, you know, in the closet, uh, I, I think I probably still would have gone forward and, 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 and included that, but yeah. And they're, and they're flawed characters in the film and they have things that they need to have to work on. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's not a, a, a totally gushing account, but what I came away with after researching was these are, these are good people. These are decent people. And, um, and uh, the facts bore that out. And that's the story that I told. So I think that, I think telling the story in a positive light certainly helped in, uh, uh, you know, in, in there not being any, you know, issues with the Obamas themselves or, you know, what have you. And you've got, that's kind of the first I'm talking about. You've got other credits listed. You've got some short films and things like that you've done. But I imagine taking on that first feature with that, like, extra responsibility of the, you know, the presidential couple and that type of thing gives you the confidence to tell other stories. What kind of led to Chemical Hearts and, and just like, how do you kind of see taking on newer, newer projects now that you've done some of these bigger pieces like this? Chemical Heart, it, everything's instinctive. Every, every, everything that I'm, that I'm doing or working on or, or that ends up getting made, there, there isn't, there, I don't want to, I don't want to m- m- misrepresent it. I don't, I, I, there's no plot. There's no strategy. There's no strategy to how I choose something or what I, or what I try to make. Um, or, okay, do I feel ready to do this? It's like, you know, Lily had read this book. She wanted to play, uh, the role of grace, saw Southside and sent me the book, uh, cause she thought I might respond to the material. And I did, you know, in a big, bad way. Um, and so I found myself, um, you know, in Vancouver, meeting with her, talking to her about what kind of movie I wanted to make. She was on board, uh, and uh, we, but we didn't have the rights. We didn't even have the book rights. So I did the one thing you're never supposed to do as a screenwriter, and I went home that night, and I started writing, I started adapting the book and writing, um, writing a script based off the book that I didn't have the rights to. But I was so... Uh, uh, so drawn to the fundamentals of of the story of Grace and Henry, the the, the way that uh, they they kind of cross that threshold from adolescence to adulthood, but through pain and tragedy and 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 through a, a grappling with mortality. Um, I was so drawn to that as a way to tell a story about high school, as a way to tell a story about my teenage years, because you know I look back and I, I had a lot of pain and loneliness during those years. And I had, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot, there, there, you know, there was a lot of heartbreak and, and, and loss. I remember the, you know, this might just be my personality, but I remember the negatives far more than I remember the positives of being young. And I bet that was always, I always wanted to tell a story about high school. And that was always the lens through which I wanted to tell it. And this book was an opportunity to do that. So I just started writing. And a month later, it was a very quick process. I finished the script. Luckily, we were able to get it to Crystal, the author, and she loved it. And 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 she she gave us the rights to do it. Um, and the and and from that point forward, this the thing had momentum. You know, we were a month later, we were able to set it up at at, at Amazon, and um, um, and so all of it was just you know, it had been three years since I had you know, since Southside had come out at that point. And I had various other things that I was working on, but that book, uh, the themes and the, the feelings that it conjured up hit me like a bullet. And I, you know, I, I, I just went with it. 
You mentioned like that kind of, you know, breaking the rules, but I think uh, Sophia Coppola did that with Virgin Suicides before she had the rights. Do you see it as like, I mean, I guess the problem would be perceived wasted time if you couldn't make it, but do you see it as a writing exercise? Like if it didn't work out, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of benefits there. You know, you were so engaged with it. You were, you know, do you, what would you kind of recommend if someone else was, was thinking about something that just spoke to them that much? You know, I, I think you, I think you sort of have to weigh the pros and cons because, you know, if you're going to sit around for six months, you know, trying to adapt, uh, I don't know, Ulysses or uh, the Grapes of Wrath or something, and you and you don't have the rights to those, you know, towering achievements in in, in literature, and, and there's no way that you're going to get them. Um, you know, and you're going to spend, you're going to expend all this energy and time. It's probably not, you know, a, 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 a good way, a good use of your time. Now, if you are, but having said that, if you just love those books and you don't feel ready to tell your own original story and you're looking at it solely as an exercise, yeah, go ahead. I mean, you know, you're not at that point, there's no rules, you know, you're not, in, you're not in the game. So there's no rules to that have to be followed. It's not like you're going to go try to, you're not trying to get something made. You're doing it for yourself. That's great. But, but if it's a book that isn't optioned by a studio or a production company and, you know, chemical hearts has a following, but it wasn't this big bestseller that, you know, that was on the tip of everybody's tongues. It had come out several years earlier and did what it did, you know? Um, so I thought that, you know, plus, you know, my circumstances were a little bit different. I had Lily, who was very interested in, 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 in making it, and she's a rising star. So I, as, 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 as much as I want to wax poetically about, about, you know, how driven I was to sit down and, and, and start writing it, it, it really wasn't, it, it wasn't the smartest decision in retrospect, but it could have been a lot stupider. Is that even a word? Is it, it could have been, it could have been a lot dumber if I hadn't had Lily's interest and uh, you know if the author hadn't been uh, you know represented by uh, an agency in, in Hollywood and, and reachable. So I think I think that um, you have to look at the, the circumstances. You know you have to look at what uh, the time cost analysis for yourself. Now, the one, the other thing that's all like practical and, and, and that's all, you know, very in the weeds. Right. And I guess the magazine is creative screenwriting. So that's what, you know, that's what readers are looking for. But what I will also say is that you do have to develop, or I should say I've had to develop and I'm happy that I have a, uh, a, um, a, an approach to screenwriting where much like you alluded to the writing process itself is all encompassing and all satisfying because a lot of what you write doesn't end up getting made. I've got dozens of scripts that I either wrote or co-wrote before I became a working writer that will never get made. And that used to haunt me, but now the writing experience itself is what I do it for. The making the movie part is the gravy on top. It's the cherry on top. 
Um, but I, as long as I finish something and I feel like I went through an ex- that I had an experience, a fulfilling experience, a meaningful experience, then uh, then I I'm I'm okay with whatever fate lies ahead for that script. I've just got maybe one or two more for you. So you mentioned kind of, you know, being drawn to these stories. Obviously you've got positions of leverage with both too. You, you both kind of had an actress somewhat interested in both of these movies. Um, how do you balance your proactive time and reactive time? Meaning like, you know, when some, when someone else is involved and it makes sense to kind of go lead towards that story, but when you're just maybe writing spec scripts or something before these movies got made, are you just going between them as best you can or what interests you on that day? Or how do you kind of work to, you know, organize your process? You know, it re- it really is more about emotional. Um, I, I, I worked, I wrote, I wrote a couple of specs during quarantine. Um, one of them is, uh, something that is a complete 180 from, uh, anything that you've, you know, seen from me. It, it, it's, uh, it's a, uh, you know, it's science fiction. It's got horror. It's the super, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a big movie and you know, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I make two independent films basically. Um, technically chemical hearts is a studio movie because it's Amazon, but it was a lower budget still. Um, and, and so it's strategically, it's probably not wise to assume that I can direct something that someone's going to hand me the reins to direct something like that. But I just, I believed enough in the concept and I want to stretch myself and, and, and make a, 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 you know, a big piece of, of, of uh, popcorn entertainment, the kinds of movies I used to watch in the movie theater when I was a kid. Um, and I went for it and, you know, and it, it, I hope it comes together. It's looking good. It's looking positive. You just never know, uh, uh, what people are going to respond to. So yeah, it, it does have to be more emotional, uh, for me. Um, it, it, it's, it's sort of just following the inner, the inner compass. Um, there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of stuff that comes at you. Um, you know, you're not going to say, you're not, you, you know, if you're somebody that's, that, that's interested in reading and, 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 and looking at offers and going and pitching on things, you're not going to say yes to everything that comes your way. So even even if you're looking at your career from a more strategic standpoint and you want to like, you know, you're saying, okay, I want to make a commercial jump now, or I want to do this now, or I want to go and try and win this award now, whatever the case may be, you still say no to certain things. So, so everybody's got the inner compass. Um, I just, mine just leans a little bit more towards instinct, I think. And that is our show. Thanks again for tuning in. If it's your first time, make sure to hit that subscribe button on SoundCloud or iTunes. Also check out the new video essay series on YouTube called Creative Principles. And give us a review. That's one of the best ways to help share these interviews. Thanks again.